Back in 8 o'clock. What a fast night. Hope you're all enjoying your Friday evening, whether it's with friends, family, out and about. If you're still out there driving, doing the work of delivery or running errands or doing your Friday night Christmas shopping on a, you know, disgusting Friday night or you're celebrating Hanukkah, you know, before you go to bed and light the menorah, download the Odyssey app. Listen after hours. Have some fun. Blake and I are here with you until 9 o'clock. It's only about, take out the commercials, only about 35 more minutes. It's a very fast night. It's sad. Why? We could be here for 10 hours, man. I'd you be, can. I'd be down. Yeah, you had a long day. I've had a long day, but yeah, I just love hanging out with you, does man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Likewise. Um, but we do this every night at 8 o'clock. We do the out of left field questions. So, Blake, go ahead and hit it. This is new. Normally don't take calls, but we will tonight because it's the holiday season, the season of giving. So I give you the air, Daniel. Who is your favorite? Good Lord, what is that noise? Are your windows down? No, they're up. Okay. No, okay. Who's your? Who's the biggest Christmas movie villain and why? The Bumpus's dogs from A Christmas Story. Okay. Ruined Ralphie's Christmas dinner. They got to go eat a goose. And listen to Farah I appreciate the phone call, Daniel. You drive safe. Take it easy. Continue to listen. We appreciate the phone call. Take care. Daniel, Christmas story. Blake, I do this every night. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first on the biggest Christmas movie villain and why? I think I'm going to let you take the floor on this okay. one, Dust. You can come back to me in a minute. That's fine. To me, the biggest Christmas villain of all time is Kevin's mom. Miss McAllister. Here's why. Multiple examples. Catherine O'Hare, by the way, great actress. Not only did you let your son stay home alone and go to Paris. By the way, Paris by uh, the 1975. Fantastic song. Great song. Check that. Awesome song. The next year, you let the same exact same thing happen again. And not only that, you told your son, who you left at home alone during Christmas while your entire family went to Paris, that maybe he should ask Santa Claus for a new family. It happened last year. Maybe it can happen again. Not only that, You had your kid, threatened your kid, to sleep with a nephew who consistently pisses the bed. And nobody does anything about it. Now, some of you might be like, Kevin McAllister's mom's not the villain. Uncle Frank's the villain. Buzz is the villain. No. It starts with mom. You got to do better, Miss McAllister. My other villain that I would say are the who's of Whoville. It took a six-year-old girl to figure out the Grinch. Little Cindy Lou Who. She had to climb up that mountain, knock on his door, and find out why he is who he is. And when she got the real story, she found out it was that evil mayor who played a prank because the Grinch was about to steal his lady. And love will make you do weird things. I can promise you that. Jealousy can also make you do weird things. 
So my two candidates for the worst villains are the Who's of Whoville and Kevin McAllister's mother. I think that's fair. Okay. Fair gameplay. I think for mine, I might have to go, and this is a beloved movie, Mm -hmm. every year. My sister binges this movie every year. And it's a longer movie than I ever remembered when I was a kid. Remember the movie A Wonderful Life? It's a wonderful life. Great movie. Great movie. Do you remember a short, bald-headed banker in that movie? Mm Mm-hmm. His name was Mr. Potter. And no, we're not talking Harry. Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. We're not talking Harry. We're talking about the man who said, and I quote, I'm an old man and most people hate me. Mm -hmm. But I don't like them either. Mm. So that makes it all even. Mm. Well, he was a banker. And what's the worst thing you want to talk about on Christmas? It's probably bankers. Mm -hmm. Because what's Christmas all about? Joy and happiness and family. Joy, happiness, and family. Mm. What comes with some of that joy and making people happy? It's money. spending a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. See, you're catching my drift there. Yep. But Mr. Potter pretty much is Ebenezer Scrooge, mm-hmm. if we're really looking at it. And he's the one who makes the bank have some misfortune. Mm-hmm. But then he wants to blame it on Mr. George Bailey himself, mm. which causes the entire journey of George Bailey doing what he does, wishes he never been born, becoming mm-hmm. a stranger in the town that he was raised, lived, had a family in. I think it's Mr. Potter that is the true villain mm-hmm. and should be the most hated mm. of all Christmas villains. Now, you can say I'm wrong. No. But my opinion is still my opinion, my man. Do you uh do you watch that movie every year? Uh so the, you know what's funny? I've only I've never seen it all the way through. Really? I've seen all the I've seen all the key parts. I've seen the Mr. Potter parts. Mm-hmm. I've seen the George Bailey parts. I've seen the parts on the bridge. I've never I can't say that I've sat down and watched it front from the credits to the credits. You should watch the whole thing. So I'm trying to watch the whole thing. And this mm-hmm. year that was actually a pact. But from everything I remember growing up, Mm. Mr. Potter, to me, seems like the worst Christmas villain. Mm. Do you have a rebuttal on that? No. Is that why you asked if I've seen it all the time? No, because it's... So that movie was always popular at my dad's house. He and my stepmom would watch it every year. Give me the moon, Mary. Yeah. I get you the moon. Yeah. And there's always that quote at the end that gives you the chills down your back when when they're in the house. And they do the cheers, and he says, to my brother George, Mm -hmm. the richest man in town. Like, that just gave me chills, because I knew that when that would happen, I could look over, and I'd be like, Dad, why are you crying? (laughs) And he's like, it's just so damn beautiful, man. It's so beautiful, man. Come on, Dusty. To my brother George, the richest man in town. Uh, My stepmom said the dad and elf, James Caan. She also said it's a tough question, because all the villains end up somehow becoming... That the hero is, at the end. Yes, that is the tough part. Because you look at guys like Mr. Scrooge. You, yeah. look at, you look at Elf's dad. Yeah. They all end up changing towards the end. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Does Mr. Holiday vibe. Does Mr. Potter, even if you look at uh, Christmas Vacation, I didn't get my bonus this year. Yeah. Didn't get my bonus. Well, what did he do at the end? He gave him his bonus. Well, the villain in that movie is Cousin Eddie. Is it? Yeah, dude. Save the neck for me. Yeah, save the neck for me, Clark. Then not only that, but he like dumps sewage in the sewer 
And then his dad well, goes out there. Where does sewage go, though? I mean, come on. Where well, does sewage go? You're not supposed to just go? take it from your camper. Not only that, you cause stress. You bring your dog. Tears up the kitchen. Well, probably hey, got hey, the trash. What, that's what I, hey, what did our caller say? The dogs tearing up the kitchen. Are dogs really the biggest villains of, uh, of Christmas movies? Being a parent is hard, my guy. Blank. Okay, blank move with the bedwetter, though. Yeah. Okay. They have It's a Wonderful Life in color on Prime. Dustman, do you have the actual recording of Springsteen's show you saw, El Camino? Um, look, I'm not trying to offend bedwetters, but here's the thing. If your kid is a bedwetter, maybe don't let him suck down 19 Coca-Colas before he goes to bed. Right? This is really a parenting issue. Um, and to your answer, no, I don't have a recording of the show. I have multiple videos, and I have an Apple playlist of Bruce. Um, I have uh, a playlist of the set list in my phone. Ah. So I have that entire concert forever. Um, what about... Uh, what about Charlie's mom and the Santa Claus? Have you seen the movie The Santa Claus with Tim Allen? Oh, Scott oh, Calvin? Tim Allen. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. So she uh, she takes Charlie away from, from Scott, brings divorce papers over, tries to tell him that her dad, tell him that his dad's not Santa, even though Charlie sat foot in the North Pole. Kind of a villain. All right, what about this? Have you seen Four Christmases? Love it. Love it, right? The grandma. Have you have you ever seen Fred Claus? Yes. So Vince Vaughn is actually a great Christmas character. Yes. Is he not the villain? I mean, I know his family is terrible, but is he not kind of the villain in Four Christmases? No. No? You know who the villain is in Four Christmases? The girl? No. His wife's or his mother's new husband. Hey, let me give you some oh, gas money for the trip. the worst. Right? He is the worst. Because the quote is, let me give you some gas money for your trip down there. Actually, I don't need your gas money. I make way more money than you, and I don't need it. <laughs> Come on, man. Didn't we used to be good friends? We were good friends. And then he started sleeping with my mom. And it was his best friend. Best friend. And he stole you his mom what? from him. You know what? I, I I take my answer back. That You're yeah, right. Dude. You just convinced me on air live. You all heard it. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Can I give you some money for gas? Actually, you can. I would no, way I make more way money more than money you. than you. <laughs> I thought we used to be friends, man. We were. And then he started sleeping with my mom. The gremlin with the mohawk? Question mark from the 816. Yeah. Or the kids, they knew the rules. You don't feed them after midnight, and you don't get them wet. Ooh, I got a good one for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, blanking on her name right now. But the woman who made the Grinch, the Grinch. It wasn't a woman. Yes. It was the mayor. It was, yes, it was the mayor. He was in love with He was in love with the girl. Martha May. And she talked so much crap on him. Going she, had, forward. she was brainwashed by the mayor. Oh, okay. So she was brainwashed yeah, by the mayor. So the that mayor, just resolves her of all of her problems. He was he was getting ready to, to take over Martha May, who's love. She knew it. She had a crush on the green, hairy little dude. And then he bought him clippers, never shaved before, cut his face up, you know. And what did she do? She did not step up in a time of need. That's, That's fair. what she did. That's fair. And then she never corrected herself until all the shenanigans ensued. He made her such a nice little sculpture. Merry Christmas, Martha Mayhew. I made you this. Hey, I got you some clippers. (laughs) So, yes, I would say a combo of the mayor Mm -hmm. and Miss Martha. Fair enough. When are we going to start the dialogue that Jenny from Forrest Gump is the villain? Well, it's a Christmas Christmas movie. movie. Yeah, but we all know that. That's Carrington's take. You've heard Carrington do that once a year. I agree, but not a Christmas movie. Yeah.
don't know, man. Those who's, man. All they had to, all they had to do, go knock on the door. Why do you hate Christmas so much? I don't know. Are we going to go with the diehard villain at all? Uh, Hans. Hans? Hans Hammer? He was just coked out of his mind. I don't really know if he knew what he was doing. You can't blame a little bit of drugs for somebody's actions. Yes, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Thousand percent you can. One thousand percent you can. He chose to do them. Yeah, well, and his actions followed. In your opinion, and I want to hear Dusty's opinion on this, and maybe you've given it before. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Okay, cool. Perfect. So is Lethal Weapon. Gary Busey, big-time villain in a uh, Christmas movie. Gary Busey, alma mater with me, uh, Coffeeville Community College. There's also an example that drugs can cause actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that video? I like honey. It's not, a, it's not him. Okay. You know that, right? I know. It's AI. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Gary Busey, man. Rudolph's honey, dad was biscuit. a Richard. Santa, he slept my mom under the tree. I don't know what that means. The guy who sings the song, you know, Dancer and mm-hmm. Prancer, and he goes through that whole song and he names all the reindeer. Mm-hmm. But those are all the reindeer we didn't actually know. We mm-hmm. know Rudolph. He's like, but you don't know the most famous of them all. Yeah, we did. We knew Rudolph. Yeah. You're telling us we knew the people that we didn't know. That's fair. Is he a villain? No. I don't think so. I think he's just trying to, you know, Build about Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, I see. It's like, you know Donner, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer. It's just condescending song. I'm like, no, I didn't know those other guys. You're telling me I did. A bottable snowman. He is kind of a Richard. That is the out of left field question. We come back. I want to get back into this uh, Chiefs-Patriots game. I have two, I just have two, two things that I want to see Sunday. I don't know how they can get there, but if they can do it this week, I feel like I'll have a little bit more faith. I mean, again, I don't think the sky is falling, but there are two things I would love to see with this matchup against New England. Blake, I'm Dusty, this is After Hours, and this is 610 Sports Radio. Somebody from the 417 said Stripe from Gremlins is the biggest villain. That little dude was angry. Appreciate all the feedback on the text line, 913-586-7610. Don't forget, playoff pills and release party again, third year in a row, January 12th at Center Block Brewing. Uh, I'll be there broadcasting live from 6 until 9, doing the after-hour show. The entire 610 Sports Radio staff will be there, present. Uh, also, what will be there is F325 Barbecue. They'll be doing a special tailgate menu with wings, loaded mac and cheese, and barbecue sandwiches. I already know who the guests will be that night. Go ahead and bring all three items over, and we'll just do a taste test. You know, I'm surprised. Nobody said scut from a Christmas story. Mm. The well, redhead? Then that what? Uh, what's his face did? The caller? No, nah, he said the dogs. Oh. He said the dogs from oh. a Christmas story. But so he, not scud Farkas. Farkas. There's a place, uh, downtown Lee Summit, Libations, and in their window is the, the leg lamp. Ah, it's pretty nice. I actually have a coworker that has that same leg lamp on their desk in a miniature style. Mm. They keep it up year round. Uh, that I don't know. She's new, so mm. I guess you'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Thanks for tagging along tonight on your Friday night, Blake and Dusty, with you until nine. So only like thirty more minutes. This has gone by super fast. Blazing uh-huh. speed. Hey, if time flies when you're having fun, though, you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree with that statement. I always have fun. 
Sometimes more fun with you, but I don't want to tell people that. That's okay. You don't have to. We just we'll just say it publicly on air. Yeah. From the four one seven awesome show. You need to team up with Bink and take the ten to two spot. Well, then that'd be rude. Then we wouldn't have Cody and Gold. I don't want to do that to Cody and Gold. <laughs> just have four hosts and a producer. That's just that's just people that, talking that's over just people. Chaos. At that point. That's chaos. Yeah. And Bink Bink probably be drinking in the middle of the day. You mm. know, if you give him that spot. PNC championship going on on my TV. Oh, Lakers on the other side. I just love Charlie Woods and Tiger Woods. It's only be a matter of time until Charlie hits the tour and just starts taking over. We'll see if that ever happens. I got um, Vic, I got Victor Wimbanyama on my side. So there you go. He's killing it, having a yeah. good game. Does he have a nickname yet? Wimby. That's it. Just yeah. Okay. Wim, Wim, Wimby then. I guess that's better than I don't know. I never really liked Showtime. Uh, for Mahomes. Yeah. That's why nobody here calls him. Yeah. Nobody in Kansas has ever called him that. Here comes Showtime. Oh, Showtime Mahomes here. Speaking of Showtime, it'll be at noon on Sunday. That game obviously was flexed out of Monday night. So program a note. Uh, there won't be Chiefs Kingdom on Monday night. There'll be three hours of after hours. And then Tuesday, you'll have Chiefs Kingdom um, at the uh, Lee Summit High V, I believe, off Rice Road. I believe that's where they'll be at. Then we'll have two hours of after hours. We'll do Arrowhead Pride Radio Wednesday, and then I'm gone until after Christmas. And I'm also gone after this for the rest of the weekend. So um, I'm going to play golf on Sunday. Do you have? Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you have a big, like, yeah, golf you're, Sunday. you're about to be gone, mm-hmm. big Christmas plans, yep. golf Sunday, start the whole vacation off. Mm-hmm. Yep, golf on Sunday. Playing? I think just like Shamrock. Some courses, like locally and like Lee Summit, Blue Springs, still charge like an arm and a leg during these winter months. Yeah. And it's just. I feel like we can go to Shamrock at 1130 on Sunday and play for, I don't know, 30 bucks, yeah, 30, $33, 30 bucks. something like that. Plus, like, the ground's all jacked up, but I'm so excited. But you're jacked up. Yeah, dude, I I literally, I said this uh, Tuesday night, every time I leave my garage, I have to see my clubs. and Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and I'll just take them out and go out in the front yard. I'll probably do it tonight and just take, like, five swings and then go put it back in and be like, all right, that's enough. That's like positive Post-it notes that you put above your, you know, above your headboard or in your mirror. You're just walking past your clubs going, hey, listen, we're going to keep playing, man. Such a tease. Tantalizing. Can't wait. Cannot wait. I'll probably shoot 90, but that's fine. It's It's about the practice. That's right. Um... Speaking of New England, Kansas City, there are a lot of people out there that I think are probably not in fear of this game, but I think there's a lot of people are, I don't have fear, but I need proof. And I think this is one of those games where you can get that proof in the results of this game. And what I think I'm at for what I need to see from Kansas City is a clean slate. I don't need to see them win 48 to 10, 42 to you know, 10. I want to see a game in which everyone's on the same page. Penalties are minimal and self-inflicted wounds are not in the action. Because I think the one thing that is the biggest competitor to the Kansas city chiefs are the Kansas city chiefs themselves. It started against Detroit. It happened against the bills. We've seen this sort of thing go on throughout the season where you look at the box score and you're like, well, that was a good looking statistic of a sheet. How do they lose this game? Well, somebody was lined up off sides and the play got reversed and the, you know, the juice was out. There was no, there was no buzz. 
And now we come off a game in which we've seen Patrick Mahomes absolutely lose his mind, which I'm not in the bandwagon of it's childish, it's uncalled for, it's a toddler antic, you know, whatever you want to call it. it. Athletes all over the world do these things. And this is a game that I would like to see be played clean, be played efficiently, and be the team that has done exactly what they're saying in the locker room. Justin Watson had uh, this to say the other day via Aaron Ladd's tweet on uh, from 41 KSHB. He joins Carrington every Tuesday at 2.30. And I thought this was an interesting quote. We're coming down to the final stretch here, four weeks. So the mentality has been just whatever we can do to get better. Uh, I think everyone in the receiver room has been in a little bit earlier this week. Um, we're watching film more with the quarterback. So just small things like that, um, that you do anyway, just a little bit more of it. What stands out from those film sessions? I know there was a lot of talk about alignment this week, checking with refs, checking with Pat. There was a play in the red zone that people were looking at. What stands out from those film sessions that y'all added in? Uh, just getting back on the same page with the quarterbacks, just making sure that every look uh, that we see it exactly as they see it, hearing it straight from Pat's mouth instead of hearing it from the quarterback, and then he tells somebody and then tells somebody just you know, exactly on the same page with the quarterback wants on every play from us. Showing up a little bit earlier, getting into the wide receiver room, hearing it from Pat's mouth, not everybody else's mouth. Little bit weird, right? Where's this been? This is week 15. I understand that the Chiefs know the longevity of the season, when it gets important, when it's time to ramp up. We see these things in the past. Again, they're eight and five. They're still in the lead in their division. They're the three seed. I think eventually when it's all said and done, my hot take would be they finish as the two seed. Personal opinion, which isn't the end-all, be-all, right? You can still, as we've seen in the past, host an AFC Championship game as the two-seed. That is still there. I don't think it's the end of the world if you're not the one-seed, especially in the playoffs right now where backup quarterbacks loom large all throughout the AFC. But in this game against New England and the games moving forward against less superior teams, I know Cincinnati's looked good the last two weeks with Jake Browning. I know the Raiders just put up 63 on a team that has quit and a team that fired almost everybody in the building. And then the other side of it is Los Angeles at the very end of the season with a team that, again, we just talked about has quit and fired everybody in the building. And I think what I want to see and what I would like to see from this Chiefs team is the fact that it's not about the opponent or the name on the jersey. It's about the name on the back of the jersey of the team that represents themselves, the Kansas City Chiefs. Limit the penalties. Limit the drops. Limit the turnovers. Stop beating yourself. Play a good, complete, clean game. It just so happens that New England's up. And it wouldn't be better for anyone in the world than to see New England, who once was the cream of the crop, the best team in the league, the poster child of the NFL of what a franchise should look like and how it should be sustained. And now here's the chiefs, a team facing adversity, a team facing different narratives from national media, saying certain things about your quarterback, your team, whatever it may be, you're tied in. I don't care. But the thing that you want to see is go out there and have a two middle finger game, opening drive, 12 plays, seven minutes, seven points, defense, three and out next drive points, three or seven, I don't care. Go up early, sustain your lead, and continue to keep going forward with positivity. Don't let the team hang around. The last thing you want to do is keep Bill Belichick interested. 
We know the story in New England with all the rumors and the alleged stories that it's over. The marriage is done. The papers just need to be signed. The lawyers have talked to each side. We get it. Bill Belichick more than likely probably out. Fair. Get his ass all the way out. Go over there and put, you know, if you can, put up a 28-0 win. Throw a shutout. Throw a complete clean game. I'd love nothing more. Wouldn't it be nice? Give the fans something to believe in. Because right now, I don't think that there's a lot of people that fully believe that this team is well-known of what is ahead, well-known of how to be in the playoffs, how to get geared up for that. Well, there's one way to do that. Strike the belief right in the heart and do it to a team that deserves it more than any other team in the NFL. Because we know what they've been saying this week. Childish. Temper tantrum. Unprofessional. You're the face of the league. Go continue to prove it. Throw a clean game. Have a good, clean slate. Fix the problems that are within the house that affect the team with their record. Eight and five could be 10 and three. Could be. Could be 10 and three. Had a bad game against Denver. Had a bad game against Buffalo. Had a bad game against Detroit. Packers, well, they did what they did. Philadelphia, drop pass. Hell, they could be 11 and two. I don't know. I'm skeptical. Coming up on the other side, Isaiah Pacheco out. Jarrett McKinnon, ramp up season, full inly, full engaged on the other side. The six inch sports radio list after hours. After hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views, and by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. Six Ten Sports Radio. You know when you hear a song and it brings back a memory? I do. That's this song. Because our uh, our first beer bong was called Roxanne. <laughs> and my buddy's what, in the house? Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy's mom found it. And we didn't know where it went. And we did the whole Home Depot thing. Like, we knew the guy knew exactly what we were doing. We we're like, we need a plastic tube. We a need funnel, a funnel, we need a plastic f- tube. We need please. the, what is that, the the valve. And it just said Roxanne and big black Sharpie on now, the red funnel. Now, let me ask you, why did you name it Roxanne? No clue. No, because it was a red funnel. Oh, put on so the, she, yeah. she doesn't need to put on her red lights. Yeah. And uh, we never knew where it went. And then we were driving somewhere, and she came home. And she just started singing Roxanne by Sting and the Police. And it all hit us. I'm like, man, mothers are always smarter than the kids. She was like, Roxanne. I'm like, why did she keep? Oh, she found it. And she slipped the tube. <laughs> That's how she came yep. out to you guys and yep. say, like, just secretly, I found your bone. Not like that. She just started. Your started bone in the just, night. She just kept going, Roxanne. And we're like, why is she singing that song? And then, like, we all kind of had that moment. We're like, oh, that's why we can't find it. Her property now. Yeah. She cut that thing up and threw it away. From the 913, have you ever eaten popcorn with Gates spice on it? Do you put butter on it, too? No, but this is going to sound really weird, and I know this is going to freak a lot of people out. If I do home, home popcorn out of the bag, I put it in a bowl, 
and then I put jalapenos on top of it. Really? And then I'll shake it up. Weird. It just it makes your hands a little weird, like it's soggy a little bit. But I love like the little jalapeno popcorn mix. You mean the butter makes your hands? Or the popcorn soggy with yeah, the, the jalapenos, the jalapenos on top of it or yeah, the juices from yeah, it? A little bit of both. Okay. It gets a little sog pitted. So you like spicy popcorn? Oh, yeah. My favorite is to get the Topsies, half butter, half cheese. I don't need anything else. I don't need the caramel. I don't need the cinnamon that turns your, your poo red. I don't like the cinnamon. No I'm, one does. I don't like cinnamon anything. You're a big candy cane guy. Peppermint. Pe- that's peppermint. Yep. Yes, I get it. But like anything of that nature, I don't enjoy. God, I love peppermint. Man. You ate 14 peppermint candy canes the other day. They're we were miniature. preparing for a show. They're and miniature. I was honestly, I was about to call your doctor. Mm-hmm. 14 peppermint candy canes? Love Dusty? peppermint. I just love them. I think you have a problem. Probably. If my biggest problem is peppermint, then I'm fine. Like a York peppermint patty, junior mints. Anything like that, what, I'm a sucker for it. So I'm afraid to ask you, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Well, I don't like Klondike bars. What? That's mm. the same thing. It's not peppermint. It's vanilla and chocolate. With what in the... Oh, I guess it's mint. No, there's. you have to get the mint kind. There are different flavors. Yeah, York peppermint or, or a uh, Klondike bar is just a cube of ice cream with chocolate around it. Look it up. I'm a peppermint kind of I guess maybe I've only ever eaten the peppermint kind, so I just assumed no. Klondike bars are peppermints. Mm-mm. Peppermint bark? Go nuts. I'll get Pepper- horny on peppermint bark. Peppermint is what you, when you eat it mm-hmm. and you breathe, your eyes water. Mm-hmm. Because that breath is so fresh, yes. it kills you. Mm-hmm. And it cures headaches. You put a little peppermint oil on you your finger t- and you rub it between your eyes, you'll lose your headache. It's a good essential oil. And I'm oil. an essential oil guy. Big you time. know me. I love essential oils. But I have two next to my bed. Evergreen and nighttime mix. I am a lavender guy. Love lavender. And I also Lavender's love. Lavender is great for, not that we have yeah. a, a, an outrageous case of it, but anxiety. Lavender is killer for anxiety. Mm-hmm. And just to make you feel good, you know. Mm. The smell of it, I think, calms you. It's a calming sense. Mm. That's why they do it for massages. Yeah, I also love eucalyptus. Yes, I do like eucalyptus. Big time. I'm glad that we're on the same page with essential oils. I, I'm a I'm a big essential oil guy. Mm-hmm. I have a diffuser next to my bed. Yeah, I've got a box underneath my bed that I can't really talk about on the air. Um, I'll ask you off. Well, there's toys. What? <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. You never know. Invite them into the room. Rupplements, love them. In college, I'd puff a cig oh, when I was dude. hammered. I'd, I'd down a dart, and then I'd go take a shot of Rupplements. You wouldn't just smoke a menthol. It's Mm-mm. the same thing. Nope. I'd do Rupplements, and then I would be I would feel more confident in talking to people because I wouldn't have. I think cig that's breath. just called alcohol. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't just you wouldn't just smash a Camel Crush. Nope. I just I just hit two or three jet drags of a buddy cig. Smash me a rubblement shot. Hey, Cynthia, how you doing? There Another needs, random name. There needs to be a shot where it, the mandatory uh, pre-action is smoke a Camel Crush, smash a rumplements, mm. and then gnaw on a candy cane. Mm. You just call that the, the Dusty Lichens. That's the Dusty Lichens right there. Mm-hmm. I think we just invented one right there. There you go. On air, live. You heard it here first. Yeah, I mean, I, we're not we're not hammering cigs anymore in my life. No. But, uh yeah, in college, man. You know, I was down in darts. And then no. 
And then I remember uh, the first time I found out that Rubble Mints was 100 proof. Because I was like, how come I always black out when I drink Rubble Mints? And the bartender put it right in front of me and goes, this is probably why. And I looked at the label. I was like, ah, okay. I have a, I have a buddy, and he would, he would not like me talking about this, but we, his nickname in our group is Three Rump Jake. Mm. And Three Rump Jake needs three rumps. And, and it's on, baby. It is on. I and also then, couldn't tell you the last time I've done Rumplemans. I uh, probably two years ago it was his kid's birthday that I worked with. He turned twenty-one, and I was like, "Welcome to the big leagues, kid!" And gave him a shot of Rumplemans. We did it, and then this one guy had to be that guy. I was like, "Have you ever done the Statue of Liberty?" And I was like, "Once," and I burned half of my arm hair. What's off. the Statue of Liberty? You dip your finger in the shot of Rumplemans. You light your finger on fire with a lighter. Hold it in the air. Take the shot of Rumplemans, and then suck your finger. To take really? the flame out. Yeah. But what dumb people do is they get careless and that rope mince leaks down. Leaks down their arm and they <laughs> light their whole arm on fire. Yeah. Or their face and stuff like that. See, I, I would, uh, mm-hmm. I will say this. Uh, we had a holiday party today at my, my work. Mm-hmm. Not 610. Mm-hmm. Different, different job. Some of us have different jobs. Yeah. And uh, for lunch at noon, at noon, 12 o'clock, had a shot of rope mince. Mm-hmm. Right before we ate some straps. Get after it, baby. Get after it. Somebody from the 75. Half your show is alcohol and gambling. Welcome to After Hours. Welcome to After Hours, Welcome baby. to Friday. On the other side, we wrap this show up. I'll get to my final thoughts. That's Blake. I'm Dusty. You're listening to After Hours or you're listening to Alcohol and Gambling Hours. This is 610 Sports Radio. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio. All right, we got about three minutes until we're out of here. So listen to the Ballroom Blitz. Chiefs New England Sunday at noon. You can hear the pregame show on 106.5 The Wolf. You can hear the postgame show on 610 Sports Radio. And you can hear the AP postgame show with Jay Binkley, who is always joined by Josh Klingler, your phone calls, and Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney, who joins me every Wednesday for Airhead Pride Radio and then is always on Mondays with me or Tuesdays. This week, it'll be Monday. The holiday week is in full force. Hope everybody's having a good, solid holiday week or weeks upcoming. Um, I'd like to wrap up the show with stuff that, I don't know, kind of a final thought. And we talked about earlier this week that there was a decision made by, I believe, NBC that Al Michaels will not be part of the postseason broadcasting. And for a lot of you out there, there's been quite a few that have said, you know, Al Michaels has definitely quit, doesn't really care anymore. He's, you know, lethargic in his delivery. And I saw an article. And it's a rumor. It's not, I don't know how many legs there are into this actual thought process. But... But I think it's funny because I don't believe it's true. But it said part of the reasoning why they decided to not continue forward without Michaels in the playoffs is because of his comment about Taylor Swift. And I believe it was when they played, was it the Jets? Maybe not. But it was a game that she was at, and he said, quote, 
you can't let the sideshow be the main show. In reference to one T Swift, we can all agree that when the playoffs start and the Chiefs are in the playoffs, she gonna be there. And there's gonna be the negative feedback and there's going to be the stuff of well here we go again we got to be blinded by the taylor swift outcry look man the nfl got a perfect storm they got the best team in the league with the best quarterback in the league with the best tight end in the league with one of the most popular human beings on the face of the earth you don't have to like it you can respect it But when the NFL knows, which is big business, what big business can carry with other big businesses, right? You remember all the numbers. Travis Kelsey's Instagram followers went up by 300,000 in 24 hours. His jersey sales topped into the top five. Merchandise for the Kansas City Chiefs went up a gazillion percentages. And you can kind of tell that the NFL is like, hey, Al, we're going to go all in with this. We want camera crews to show her we want the puns we want the captions we want the story because this is selling because guess what if there were Swifties that weren't into the NFL they are now why because she's into it and the last thing that big business shield company is going to do is affect their big business and their money great song great song you know I got you buddy yeah Gotta love the boss. I want to tell you all, you have a good holiday season. From the text line from the 816, love you, Dustman. When's the tailgate? Whenever you want it, baby. You all go out there and do nice things for people. It's cool to care. You never know what could happen if you do something nice. It could change their day, month, week, or year. It's the holiday season. Put a smile on your face. Remember the good times, even though it gets tough. Take a breath. Enjoy the weekend. It's Friday. Have a safe, fun weekend. Have a good holiday week next week. Enjoy your holiday as much as you possibly can. Hug your families. If you miss somebody, reach out to them. Tell them hi. It might make your day as well. For Blake, I'm Dusty. For Bink, for the text line, Kansas City, good night. I love you. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio.